I can't hear you. It's Clem Fandango, can you hear me? Yeah, obviously, if you press the button. You've only worked here for three years. Temper, temper, Stephen. Don't you temper, temper me, boy. Just do your job. Welcome to Jumping the Turnstile. I'm Jezbot. I'm Timmy Taco. And I'm Sean Enough. Excellent. <laughs> there it We're is. We're here. We're doing another episode. Um, nothing to tell. <laughs> well, let's let's be straight up about it. Shall we? Yeah, I think so. Okay, Jezbot's got his uh, got his undies in a twist because he's just <laughs> discovered how long it truly takes to set up, um, you know, a remote podcast. It's yes. Quite, it's, it's quite challenging. There can, there can be some challenges involved. There's enough challenges involved as it is. Let alone, um, yeah, that's it. Changing the goalposts as you go. That's it. You know, you've got your, uh, you've got your Uber fees. You've got your beer fees. Mm. That seems to run up a, run up a tab. So we're trying to do a few remotely, but I think it's, uh, I might be just paying for your Uber next week. Yeah, <laughs> in the time that took. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we, you know, like it's all about giving it a go, trying new things. Um, that's How's right. it going over there, Sean Oss? Um, hey, it's going good. It's going good. It's going as good as it can be. Um, the, the hardest aspect is that we've tried to include a, vid, a, a video aspect where we we can um, communi- communicate via audio and via video, but doing it through separate platforms and the, there's no continuity between the audio and the video. It's quite confusing. So you know what you do? You hide hide your mouth behind the um, the microphone uh, thing there, so you can't see that you're out of sync. That's really you know? so. If you're not watch, if you're not watching your mouth, then you're not going to be worried about whether you're in time or not. Surely you're just sitting there. That's but it's almost so far out of sync that when I'm talking, you guys are talking, and when I'm trying to listen, you guys are sitting there like looking at me like you're listening to me. So yeah, true. It's, uh, yes, it's, it's uh, really it's really off putting. Um, well, uh, how about this? Don't look at me. Okay. I just want to know that you're there. Do you know what the first thing I did when you said that is just look at you? Yeah, you did that. I saw that. Because the video's working. So it all checks out. All right. Uh, so this is behind the uh, curtain stuff. We don't really need to be talking about this anymore. But uh, if it is a bit weird, if we do seem a little bit off our game, it's because uh, we're not in the same room and um, I'm extremely annoyed at the moment. <laughs> yeah, right. Because yeah, like we said, Jazzbot doesn't like a setup. No, Jezbot doesn't like a setup. He was saying that's why he never quite made it as a rock star, is because he could never deal with the initial part of having to set up or set anything up. And um, you know, that's and like there's the the hurdles that rock stardom throws at you. You know, if it was easy, anyone would do it. You know, you think. Um, well, that's why they that's why they invented the roadie. How do you think the lead singer of the Verve got so skinny? You know, it wasn't heroin. No. It wasn't? No, it's a common misconception. No, no, he carried his own speaker boxes up and down stairs for years and years and shed lots of kilos. And um, I think that that extra exercise has done him well in his later career as a labourer after they lost all the royalties for Bittersweet Symphony. Yeah, I did hear that. The um, uh, Jagger and the other guy, what is it, Ronnie Bottom? (laughs) Uh, They've they've given him some some of the royalties back on the... uh, on the old Verve bittersweet symphony song. Oh, that's oh, that's like uh, yeah. victory. That's a yeah. you, you get all the royalties from now uh, on. It's not it does it doesn't backdate. So they're oh. you basically. I mean, okay, it, that's all right. That's, well, we should start playing it again. It'd make a good, a cool fifty grand off Triple M once a year. Yeah, I'd say that's so. That's true. Yeah. Now, Sean, 
What are you doing over there, mate? I can see you've uh, tried to sneak a little bit of a, a lolly in or something. <laughs> <laughs> what Busted. was it? Go Busted. on. Okay, that's a bit visual, but I've just been trying to sneak in a couple of um, blueberries. Nature's confectionery. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so you would be... Yeah, well, that's okay because they don't... Uh, that It's not a chewing... Chewing gum action or a crispy chip, so no, you get, you'll get away with squelch. that. I was trying to do squelch. it silently, um, a tactical method where I was just um, sponging the blueberry to the top of my mouth and then swallowing it without any like. <laughs> well, so it's like a paste, a paste rather than a chew, like kind of like a um, a wombat will pummel an intruder into it in its cavern, into its uh, into the roof of into the roof of the tunnel, and. Um, mm. And the cave, yeah. The cave, what do they call Wait, those cr- things? Burrows. A warren. A warren. A burrow or a warren? A burrow, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then uh, they're very hard-assed, yeah? And they, so you, it's death by hard-ass for a wombat. They, cr- they crush you, essentially. Yeah. With imagine, a donk Imagine that. Imagine that. Um, but speaking of wombats, and I didn't think about talking about this previous to the podcast, but I uh, read an article in the fires that they were like letting other animals not hang out in their burrows. They weren't pummeling them against the roofs and walls of their, of their burrows. And not only were they letting them in to seek refuge from the fires, but apparently they were rounding up, uh, uh, potential, uh, victims of the fires, little, little animals, rounding them up and letting, herding them into their warrens or burrows as it is. And then, um, giving them a chance at survival. I've saw that as well. It seems the koalas, uh, they don't feel threatened by humans and they, they seem to like really go up to the, to the bikers or the, the riders and steal their water bottle. They don't seem... They, they were letting themselves get rescued, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were obviously um, smarter than Burke and Wills, those guys that <laughs> smarter than shot at the indigenous people because they, that were offering them water. Um, but uh, I think I think they they you know in in times of survival then all those sort of like fear goes out the window. It's like you know those blokes uh, bloody had two uh, they had a table a kitchen table with them, uh, Burke and Wills. That was a part of their inventory. Oh really? A, a picnic table, an oak table, oak. Oh, yeah. Obviously, it was, it was obviously pre MDF and. Aluminium. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, no flat pack. <laughs> Legs made of ivory. <laughs> yeah. Or well, like if you um, if you took the IKEA kit you, and you didn't um, have that Allen key, I guess you'd be pretty doomed. So maybe oak is a good choice. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, pre pre flat pack, but it was probably not pre IKEA. It was probably a original Swedish design. Um, so when you, when you moved when you moved out of home, did you uh, did you try and do the organized uh, furniture routine that grown-ups so often do? Oh, absolutely not. It took me a long time to get that sort of... When I first moved out of home, I was like 16 and I did... Yeah, for, it was a very long yeah. time before I had a home to decorate. But um, no. these days... You decorate in the last decorated in... with empty bottles and bongs. <laughs> those <laughs> were the days. But, um, but yeah, but these days, yeah, I've got, a, I've got a, few, a few flat packs going. Um, yeah, okay. but I don't go overboard. Like once, once all the, you know, there was a place to put everything. I stopped. Uh yeah, right. So, um, would you would you call yourself somewhat of a minimalist or just cheap? 
<laughs> oh, a little bit of column A, column B. No, not really. Yeah. I guess uh, I guess it would be. I wouldn't say it's minimalist either. Um, but there's definitely some room for some artworks. But I do have a a, um, a sculpture, and I call it a sculpture because we've talked about this particular sculpture before. But it is a sculpture because it's a talking piece. Yep. And it's um and it's not organic. Someone's had to create it. But I say sculpture, but I use that term lightly. It is a plastic tree. Um. But just astounds me week in, week out, how much interest that surrounds that plastic tree. Maybe it's the uh, maybe it's the clue to the survival of our, our species is that you convert all the plastic into plastic plants, and then uh, yeah, plants I, everywhere. Is that how the environment works? Pretty much. Well, they, they do say trees trees are the answer. Yeah, yeah. Sean, you've got to be very careful about getting artwork or, or telling people you want to get artwork because you're just like. Uh, Everyone's a photographer or everyone's a DJ now or everyone's a podcaster. Sure. Everyone's an artist. And, you know, I've been gifted artwork before and uh, by friends and you're expected to... You're <laughs> like ex- it? Well, you're expected to have it up. Yeah, okay. Do what I do. Every time you come over, I put up the photo of you and Cass just so, you know, you think we like you. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just don't don't forget to leave it face down. That sends a bad message. Well, there wasn't there was another invention. If I'm going on, I'm uh, getting rid of all my inventions on on air. Um, it was the photo um, automatic photo uh, frames that okay. uh, and there's a sensor attached to the front of your gate, and when it sees as the face recognizes you. And then automatically goes through the preloaded photos of all you, and, and pulls puts up them... the friend photos. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. yeah. So, so it, you'd be knocking on my door, and my uh, smart photo frame wall will be pulling up all the good times I've had with Sean enough. And then you come in and go, "Oh my god, it's not a bad you're idea." You're a stalker. It's a bit black mirror. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind that idea. That's really cool. If you really want to grease someone up, then, mm. uh, uh, then that's probably a good thing to do. But you know what happens though? It's uh, when no one else is there. It's just photos of me. <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. In that tiger suit, just that photo. But speaking of um, invention, I read something yeah. about a quite an interesting invention that I thought would interest you guys in Science Daily. Um, okay. Which apparently is your so so science so so science, but um, this is science news from research organisations. So it's one of the better, more reputable sites. This is a patent that was submitted for um, some water Spider-Man style robotic graspers that can defy gravity, and it uses centrifugal force from a high-speed rotating water ring, which enables gripping rough surfaces. So it's to overcome the age-old problems of old flyman with his suction cups, which would be all yeah. of well walking up a, you know, a glass building. I can see you. I can see you, Tim, and I can see you yawning. This is the problem of this, <laughs> this visual format. That was, that was actually five minutes ago. So <laughs> you, I, I must be on a real delay. Yeah, you must be. <laughs> you know, like fly the human flyman. You know, he, he could climb up glass buildings because he had suction cups but yeah. put him on a concrete surface and he wasn't going to get anywhere or he would more than likely fall to his death sure but these spider-man style rob robotic graspers um utilize centrifugal force from a high-speed rotating water ring so it says here mm-hmm. that um 
Traditional methods of vacuum suction and previous vacuum suction devices cannot maintain suction on rough surfaces due to vacuum leakage, um, which leads mm-hmm. to suction failure. And they've, oh, I see. I they've see. De- developed a zero pressure difference method to enhance the development of vacuum suction units. So it says here that they're, they're, um, there's many applications for their design, but they think the wall climbing robot will be the most useful. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I mean, of all my, the things my... we, we use suctions for everything, you know, in construction, you're using from, you know, moving different materials, smooth materials like glass and whatnot. But, um, you know, there's obviously heaps of things you could use it for, but there. Question. My question is, uh, if he's if this fly man can uh, climb, or can't climb the wall, can't he just fly? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh no, he just yeah, fly? <laughs> yeah, that's you know what I'm saying. That's though. A good point. Did the human fly yeah. even even exist? Okay, spider, spider, a spider man. It's yeah. a Simpsons character. You know, yeah, hello, yeah. human hello, fly. Hello, human fly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think that came from somewhere. I think there was a suction cup sure, there somewhere. Surely, somewhere. surely there's another application. Well, I could use it for like, like lifting, and obviously could be used for. Um, oh, like a set of gloves that you use for lifting. No, I was thinking more like a device that you could like strap to a, a chain and then crane, things. You know. Okay. If it was stable enough, but they do use suction cups to 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 move glass like that. But also, you know, just for like, military purpose. Before robots, like um, imagine Navy SEALs with the gloves, you know, with the suit when they could climb anywhere, whatever. That's it, yeah. Or uh, they could just grab anything and never let go because of the suction cap. How do you release the suction is the real question. Well, it seems like it's a mechanical device, so you could just switch it off. Or it runs out of water. So they're trying to make it more uh, water efficient. So um, it reuses the water so the robot can just be autonomous. At the moment, they'd need it to be attached to a, a water source, like a hose. Well, I have se- I have seen the new one of the new inventions uh, recently is a water machine that coll- makes water out of thin air. Oh, right. It, it collects it collects water through the vapor in the air. Yep. Like uh, the and- um, like the moisturising farms on Star Wars. Exactly. Oh, that. So it's set up like a uh, like a water cooler. Uh, and you're only, you're only getting about I don't know a gallon every uh, eight hours. I'm making all this up, but yeah, you're right. um, yeah. you do the math. Maybe you could attach that to the guy's backpack, and it slowly slowly uh, secretes water onto the. Uh, or it's um or his backpack's powered by the water that it pulls out of the air as it's flying. Mm. Mm. Well, that's sort of those um, marriages of technology are inevitable, aren't they? Well, it's speaking of inevitable. Um, all all inventions uh, can be turned to evil, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and so I've pulled up a list <laughs> of uh, the world's worst inventions. Yeah, cool. And uh, I like it. Have they been yeah, turned into weapons? Well, this is the thing. Like, it's on Ranker dot com, uh, and the first one. I mean, they've gone in heavy. It's uh. It's the old gas chamber is Ooh. number one as as a shit invention, the worst invention. Okay, a yeah. gas chamber. Yeah. That's a pretty shit invention. It's not really an invention. It's a room with gas leaking into that's it. That's got to something to do with Nazi Germany. That's why that's a shit yeah, invention. That's right. You know, I don't think they're talking about um, its use in um, the justice system. Mm. Now, but what they've got under here, uh, 
Sure. A little question. Did this make the world worse? And you can rank it. It's obviously your, it's ranker.com. Think, yeah, you get to rank You get to rank it. Okay. Well, yeah, I think, we, I think everyone, so, we can all agree that it's made the world worse. Guess, guess, no, we, I think so. We can't. We can't because 134 people uh, said it's made it uh, better. Oh, God. 753 said it made it worse. And 134 said it was better. This, this sounds like an old segment, troll or dickhole. Right, what do you reckon? What do you reckon? Cigarettes came in. It came in number. It came in number two, but because uh, <laughs> it was a, that's why you said it second. Yeah. Did, did this make the world oh, worse? Oh, they're a terrible invention. Terrible invention. Uh, not according to 264 people. But <laughs> smokers love smoking. But if you'd never smoked, yeah, yeah you'd be better off. I tell you why, because it makes you 10 percent cooler. It does. Um, Absolutely. So that's why That's why um, 250 people said that it makes them cooler then. Mm-hmm. Jezbot is quite close to me. With, this is the closest we've ever podcasted before. It's very... Because we're trying to speak into the uh, intimate. microphone so Sean and I can hear us. It's, it's a little too intimate with your brother. <laughs> yeah, sure is. <laughs> Our faces like are, are quite, quite close. But anyway... But we, we're I'm, doing this as a... Uh, Doing this as an experiment, it might not be a full-length pod. We might get uh, we might get a tight fifty or a, a cool forty-five. It doesn't yeah. have to be an hour's or a worth. Tight thirty or even a um, snappy fifteen. <laughs> but the point is, let's get together and, and have a bloody pod. Have a crack at it. See if you can get some content for the listeners. Sure. Uh, so well, let's keep, keep going with the content. Let's keep going with this list of bad inventions. Yeah, sure. I want to uh, hear. I want to hear yeah. more bad inventions because so far they've been pretty terrible. I thought you meant like well, quirky, one... quirky, funny inventions. I was thinking like no. um, pogs. Pogs were pretty shit. You know. Would you Would you like the next one? Yeah, I yeah, probably won't you like it. Looking... But... You could be looking up the good ones on your end if you want the quirky ones. Because I did go into this thinking, oh, worst inventions, uh, uh, clear Coke. That's a shit invention. Sure. Oh, um, yeah. No, I thought that was a bit of a ripper. I, I was a, about, I was a, like about 12 years old. I bought, I bought into the marketing of that clear Coke. Something shocking. Well, I loved from, it. Apart from Coke and coffee, what other drink is black? I mean, you could say uh, Kahlua, AC Col- AC sarsaparilla. Col- <laughs> oh, true. Yeah, it's uh, dull. Anything, yeah, licorice based. Uh, stout. You got your <laughs> stout, stout. Yep, yep. But not black. Oh, it's, stout's black. That's that's pretty true. That's okay. that's that's blacker right. than Coca Cola. What's the next on the list? I tell you what. I tell you what's dark and black is uh, Agent Orange. Uh, it's more orange and black. That's pretty dark. Oranges and you black. That's a pretty shit invention. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I don't understand these dudes that are... They're rating it. They're rating it high. Sickos. What about leaded petrol? This is a pretty easy list, though. Like... It is. Shit inventions. Um, why don't you do better then? Crystal meth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> well, there is, there is more inventions. I mean, well, I went as far as uh, Agent Orange and meth, uh, but I've got, a, I've got a fun list now, and... Uh, one of them is, let's see, car exhaust grill. So the car exhaust grill. Oh, it's, yeah. Uh, you can cook while you're driving. Oh, wait a minute. So what? You connect, it's got two tubes, one to come from the exhaust into a patty-shaped container. Yeah, it's a smoker. Oh, right. So the uh, the Ugh. the gas. It's <laughs> <laughs> a smoker. It, it shows it. Yeah, it's uh, the fumes come out of the tailpipe. Uh, on to, past the meat, 
So you're not using the heat of the fumes, you're using the fumes. <laughs> yeah, I think so. That's not good. Um, well, well, this, I'd imagine well, that's you know a pretty the, um, carcinogenic way to cook your meat. I'd say so, but like in the Aussie heat, you can cook an egg on a um, paint tin. Yep. Yeah, no, the, the Australian sun is hot enough to fry an egg. There's been le- plenty of evidence of that. But I'll tell you what, I want to question the saying it's all gravy. Okay. You've heard the saying? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, it's the all saying? Gravy. It's all gravy. Yeah. Generally means everything's yeah. pretty good. Everything's say okay. And it's Everything's usually it's thick like and brown. Even usually it suggests that things are better than okay. If if everything's all gravy, it's like you 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 know you're pretty happy. But you're pretty it's happy. All gravy. Yeah, but I was thinking like I was thinking that's not necessarily a good saying because I was thinking when when things are all gravy, it's not always good. Okay, explain yourself. Well, a little at least. Oh, for example. <laughs> okay, great. If you got a meat pie. Yep. And it was all gravy. <laughs> right. True, true. R- ripped off. Yeah, I see where you're going with this. <laughs> yeah, you'd feel, you'd feel pretty, pretty ripped off. You want a bit of meat in there. So there's plenty of reasons to say that, you know, if something's all gravy, it's not necessarily all good. No. Or, you know, back in the day, there might have been a gravy shortage. So it was all meat and no gravy. And so yeah. if you so had gravy. you have said it's all meat? It's all meat. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I had some gravy. The thing I was going to say about gravy is well, it's all gravy. The thing about gravy is it goes cold. Oh, it does. And then it's it's and then it's bad. No one wants to have a, a lukewarm to cold gravy. Gravy must be eaten hot. Yes. Yeah, yeah. it's one of that's it is one of those things. So if if the situation would be uh all gravy, you know it's eventually going to cool down and turn into a gloop. A <laughs> gravy gloop. And the fat's going to rise to the top, yeah. And it's uh, it's brown, and yeah. Hence my point. True. So what we're saying is, if something's all gravy, at best, it's you know a short-lived celebration, short-lived of, well, of yeah, something good. I'm with you on that one. Do you like gravy though? Just in I love in general. Gravy. I love a bit of gravy. Oh, I do love gravy. Yeah, I love, I love, gravy. love gravy. I love a bit of gravy. Have you got, have you got any gravy? Oh, I do love gravy. I've got a bit of Gravox, a bit of Gravox powder. Is that cheating? No, I'm not even going to ask. Go, Jeremy. Well, I've got a good invention. Um, I like the the breast cushion. I guess it could be for well, it says for for side sleepers, cup size C and larger. So Mm. it's for men and women. um, Sure, yeah, sure. (laughs) And uh, it's just a little spacer, a tit spacer. Okay, what keeps it between your tits? Keeps them separated. Yeah, you could imagine that. You know, during I'm I'm a side sleeper. I like to put a pillow between my knees. Oh yeah, and and I would imagine that's the the same sort of situation if you're uh, you got some big fat slopper double D's. Uh, you need some support as because I'm a side sleeper myself. So I thought you were going to say you're a double D's. No, <laughs> I have to have the pillow between the knees now, mm. and uh, I never used to. Is that because my knees are becoming bonier? Is it because of your knees? Possibly. It's good for your back. Which on the, the side sleep is good for your back. Yeah, put a pillow between your knees. It's good for your back. Uh, if you are if you are a man with a larger larger breast size, uh, well, here's the next invention from Japan. It's the man bra. Well, we've all heard about it on the Seinfeld. It's uh, the manzir. No, it's the bro. It is the bro. <laughs> uh, so this one's just a very flat, flat looking like a. a Training bra, I guess. It's very. Yeah, it's a bit of a, a sports bra for men. Why would a man 
with a firm chest such as the guy on the poster. Want a bra to support that chest. <laughs> no, he doesn't need Surely any support. supporting it with weights. Is that a fashion is that a fashion item or is that a function item? I think that's they're trying to sell it as function, but um Clearly, they come in different colours, so... You never know with fashion. There might be some people that are, that would like a, a bra that's more suited not, for their manly assets. We're not too far off this uh, man, man's ear slash bro coming out just for fashion. Absolutely not. I'm sure it, sure it already exists. I'm sure it already exists. Six, six months... Before it's it's high fashion. High fashion on the street. Oh, I do like this next invention, uh, Sean. You might like this one. This is all function. It's uh, a goldfish walker. How does that work? So, it's a, so, we'll so show, I'll show you. Like, uh, it's a. Uh, so it's a it's it's like a tank that's inside of a um, supported. I guess wheel. I guess is that is that the ropes and stuff to stop it from. Um, it's so it can bounce around. It takes, oh. it takes the. Um, I get the concept. See, I was you had me. You threw me there because I thought it was to take to walk your to swim your goldfish. You know, you take it. I take him for a swim. I don't know. That's a good idea. Just just imagining some kind (laughs) of exercise regime for your for your goldfish, like tubes and stuff like that. You're always out in the bay, Sean. You could like, and if you had a pet goldfish, say we'll call him Blinky. Blinky. (laughs) It's going to go Blinky. Blinky the goldfish. Um, Brilliant. Mm, you could take him out into the ocean. Oh, no, they're freshwater, don't they? Mm. No, Skate I guess water. it's still in It's still in the bowl, but there's a lid on the bowl. Yeah, it's like Put a it bubble boy with water in it. Yeah. Bubble boy, but it's a fish. And then you take him out to the ocean and he, he swims next to you. That's pretty cool. That's very dangerous, though. Like, you're, you're putting your fish's life at risk. Uh, mm. one, one bump or... or um, too much sun, as much as it would probably love, oh, yeah. enjoy getting to see the world. True. Yeah, but it might be the it might have the opposite effect, and now it realizes what a world is. Okay, out there. should I should I hit us with a little bit of uh, north, east, west, south? south. It's the news. news. Can we do that with a little bit more enthusiasm? Okay, north, east, west, south. south. It's the news. It's, it's, it's the news. It's the news. A Colombian man recently became the laughing stock of the internet after allegedly agreeing to be paraded naked on the roof of his car as punishment for cheating on his wife. A video of a naked man lying on top of a white car and being paraded around the Colombian city of Pararicuelala. The bizarre scene reportedly occurred on May 15th when the man's wife caught him in bed with another woman at a local motel. Of course. Uh, he begged for forgiveness, but the scorned wife told him the only way to save the marriage was for him to accept a humiliating punishment. Just like in Game of Thrones. Sure. Game in Thrones? Game yeah. of Thrones. He, he agreed to do the old naked lie on top of the car as she drove home with nothing but a towel to conceal his face with. Gets a towel to cover his face? Yeah. God, that's a pretty good deal. I, I'll put on a mask right now and run down Ferntree Gully Road and Starkers. <laughs> Get, go to Macca's. It's all about the shame of people saying it's me. Yeah. I have deep shame about my body. Only when my face is being shown. <laughs> Fair enough. I think we all have a little bit of that. I have got um, a couple of news stories that I've been reading earlier in the week that I thought were interesting enough to mention. Um, okay, give us, hit us with one. One I read that NASA wants to grow a moon base out of mushrooms. 
Sounds delicious. They're thinking uh, shipping everything there to build is, is going to cost a fortune, so they want to start growing some things there. Anyways, they um, the NASA scientists are exploring a peculiar strategy for building a moon base and other off-world structures, growing them on site out of living mushrooms. They first considered it in 2018, and they reckon they can probably do it. Now, what's what's the um, structural integrity of a mushroom? Um, I know that it's the easiest vegetable I chop up. It is, isn't it? Night. It's like it's softer sponge, softer sponge. Yeah, you can even you can even cut through it with a. Um, Butter knife, I found. But they said um, that once the fungus grows into the shape of a structure, it would be heat treated, effectively killing it and turning it into a compact brick. Okay. I'm trying to think of a, a clever pun for moon base fun- fungi, fungi. Yeah. Fun- it's going to be a really fungi. Fun, uh, fun time. Yeah. Fun, a uh, really fung. Time, fun time, and uh, yeah. Well, the moon is made out of cheese, and that's uh, isn't that a fungus? No, it's not. No, it's not. Damn Doesn't it. check out. It would be a. It would require an effort of mustronomical proportion. Ah, I see what you did there. Yeah. But that was interesting enough. Why don't they come up with? Why can't we ship all of our plastic to Mar, uh, to the moon and build structures out of the plastic that is a problem on Earth? Uh, once again, Tim. That's a good yeah, idea, this but fucking plastic game. It's just, well, it's, 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 this seems to be the thing we want to get rid of. So well, can't we, like, rather than growing mushrooms on the moon, mm. can't we resolve the um, structural? Yeah, first we need to build the uh, space elevator. We need to get the right plastic up there for for cheap. The space mm. elevator. If they do that, then that's probably what they'll be doing. Just putting it out yeah, to space. All throw up there. Throw it up the elevator. Pff, throw it up the elevator. Pff. It'll be uh, it'll be life imitating art, just like Star uh, Superman Four, yeah. the quest for peace. Is that the one where Clark Kent fights himself as Superman? Or is that? Oh, no, that's two? three. I think. Oh, is it? Three's not too bad. Four's just a shit show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really angry about Superman. Jazzbot's recommendation. Another another news article that I read, which I thought was uh, pretty, uh, I thought was shocking and astounding. A fun fact that people no longer believe working hard will lead to a better life, a survey shows. I believe that. It seems that a growing sense of inequality is undermining trust in both society's institutions and capitalism, according to a long-running global survey. Yeah, I've, I've started running into a few blokes that I um, went to high school with, and a few of them are like high-end. Um, I don't know what they do, but they're, they're getting paid a lot. Yeah, and it seemed it seems like it's driving them to the brink of alcoholism, insanity, and loneliness. Uh, I think anything past sort of fifty hours a week is too much. Too much work. Sixty hours, too much. Too much. Yeah, these people are on call twenty four seven. All the time. They uh, they have they have their beeper, probably just a phone, not a beeper. But um, they're expected to leave it on. They're expected to, to, to you know, send the emails at 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Uh, you can have it. Uh, that's not happiness. Nah. You can have it. Yeah, yeah I don't think I can. Tough, no. tough work. I need my f- spare time to record podcasts. Uh, <laughs> you need all the spare time. All the, the, all the important work we're doing here at Jumping the Turnstile. You've got to do something. But, yeah, so I, that's why I, I mean, I didn't find that too surprising at all but uh it seems that uh people are losing faith in the machine and uh mm. only time will tell what effects that has on society as a whole but um 
hopefully things stay organised somehow or another and uh, nobody goes hungry, yep. but we can get through it. Uh, yeah, okay. Can't Oops. we just eat plastic? That's my other solution. Can't we just start eating the plastic? <laughs> hopefully. I think we... I th- I think we already are eating the, the plastics. I think, uh, well, they say that you can find a lot in your stomach if you look hard enough, but um, but it's a thing of the future. One day they'll figure out a way for us to eat plastic, and we probably will. But, um, you know, and that's an impression of the future. Here's my impression of the future. <laughs> uh, uh, it's really hot. Uh, it's really smoky. Yeah. I'm really thirsty. Yeah. I'm also very hungry. <laughs> and I've got no job. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, hey, hey, that robot took my job. I yeah. know. No, they're different times. And this is why people are losing faith in the machine. I remember like growing up in the 80s and 90s when the future was beyond 2000. And it was a, you know, it was a beautiful, prosperous place, it seemed like. Um, but one thing, one impression that the 80s and 90s gave me about the future that was incorrect. And there were a lot of impressions that were correct. But I think the, the biggest, the most misleading um perspective i was given in the in the 80s and 90s was um how prevalent holograms would be in our lives beyond 2000 oh yeah i thought there was going to be more holograms i thought there was going to be one hologram. <laughs> the hologram yeah well i don't know i remember like when i looked at a hologram and it looked i felt like i could see into the future you know the the colors and the the silver and the fact that it moved you know there wasn't really many things like that it just seemed technologically advanced um, there was nothing else like it back then, but um, there aren't many holograms around. I've even got, I'll even got this. Oh, you got Tupac. You got Tupac. He's a good hologram. Yeah, he's, uh, Michael Jackson was a hologram. Oh he's yeah, hologram. I think that, Elvis. Elvis. I think Whitney Houston's doing a comeback. Oh, that's one. That's that's one arena artist. They've got hologram musicians, which is pretty cool actually. When I remember when they started coming out, I thought, geez, that is the future. But it wasn't enough. Yeah. It wasn't enough. Listen, they were they were held in such high regard, excuse me, that um, we even used them for security purposes. Like the little silver flashing thing was going to stop people from stealing your um, credit card. Oh, Can't yeah? play it. True. Oh damn! Can't play it while I'm during a call. Oh yeah, yeah, that old chestnut. That old chestnut. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Anyways, that sound bite would have gone in there. I think it's fair to say that holograms are here to stay. <laughs> yeah. So old mate was wrong about that one. But what about you guys? Yeah. Is there anything that you grew up with that you thought would play a bigger role in your future life, like technological or otherwise? Yeah, I thought I was going to have some fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to buy all these futuristic things. Uh, but it's it's like you know the futuristic thing they can they might eventually do the um the hovercraft and all these you know fantastic future things that we would all want. But um. The short story is, by the time they get it, like a, a hoverboard would be $150,000. It would be like a specialised extreme sport. Yeah, that's right. ganked for it. Well, instead of, instead of like trying to think of all these bloody you know, hoverboards and wackadoodle dandy uh, inventions, <laughs> sure. well, there's one invention that uh, we all need to spend our hard earned. And I, like the, I've, been, I've been on it this week. It's just a bloody water tank. It's going to be the best thing for our futures. Oh, Just absolutely. collect water. That's now, illegal that in some nailed. American states. Sure. But let's, let's nail that one down, like everyone get a water tank. Yes. And then let's move on to, I don't know, like the hoverboard and whatnot. Yeah, I think that's a start small. 
like I did with the photo that I sent you guys, a bucket outside of my house with leaves and rainwater in it. <laughs> I went, a, I'm doing my bit. That's a good start. <laughs> it is a good start. Just like a good start, I like a good ending. <laughs> yeah, a happy ending. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> no, I'm with you there, Jesbot. You, you like to sail it yeah. through the finish line. None of this uh, premature celebration stuff. Um, sure. While the more determined uh, from behind take the victory. No, you keep <laughs> sailing, sailing through. Sure. Sailing through. Okay, sure. I think we've covered okay. all the good things this afternoon. Homemade inventions, mm. sex cauldrons. Uh, yeah. uh, chemical inventions. We've got uh, a lot of all that stuff that you've already just heard. We don't need to do a recap right no, yet. Sure. What you just listen to. Sure. <laughs> Especially when Tim edits this because half yeah, of that shit's gone. Yeah, I have to edit your list down now. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, oh, look, we I think we've done it. It's, uh, it's another episode. Thank you for... Uh, um, taking the time out, Sean, to go through all that fucking bullshit we did to set up. No worries. Um, so many wires. Like I said, got to start small, yeah. got to finish strong. And, um, you know, we're, we're starting small with this this format. Hopefully we can figure it yeah, out. With the, with the remote format, yeah, like, you know, there's a few kinks in the system. We've got to iron out the um, wrinkles, as they say. <laughs> they yep. do say that. Uh, but uh, on behalf of uh, Turnstile... Records and uh, jumping the turnstile. What are we now? No, I would say um, on behalf of jumping the turnstile on turnstile records, I'd like to thank you for listening and join us next week for another amazing episode. And uh, you know, I'm Jezbot. I'm Two Taco, and I'm Sean Enough. Jesus Christ, <laughs> that was uh, <laughs> Sean's. Sean's leaving. <laughs> I've jumped some fairies in my day. I've definitely jumped the turnstile a few times. Jumping. Turnstile instead of just paying a two dollars and twenty-five cent. That's gonna take me. I'll pull the turnstile back like that. Boom boom. My whole body's not moving. It's my leg. Jump the turnstile. Jump the turnstile. The turnstile. We are the anti-bacterial wipes. This don't even look sanitary.